Welcome to welcome back to the podcast championship Sunday podcast. We got all the boys here. We got Junior. We got Riz. We got Dan. We got Pigskin Pete, the fan favorite, and best of all, we got Dan doing laundry with the headset on. What a beast! That you can't oh, yeah. coach that. You can't coach the. You can't coach the laundry. That's just determination, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. just getting the job done when the fans are asking for it. Uh, you, should, uh, you should have dropped, uh, you should have dropped, and I'm, I'm with the Hall of Famer. Hall oh, of yeah. Famer, like Troy Buck. Aikman. I'm Joe Buck, the Hall of Famer, uh, no. Troy Aikman. <laughs> it always sounds like he's calling himself the Hall of Famer. Doesn't it? Uh, he says, I'm Joe Buck, what does he say? the Hall of Famer, Troy no, Aikman. I'm Joe Buck, like, man. Yeah. The Hall he's of like, Famer, like, Troy like, Aikman, is with me. He's like, this is a Hall of Famer. <laughs> this is the Hall of Famer. It just sounds I'm so Joe weird. Buck, Pilgrim. Sounds so weird. You think Aikman knows From he's a Hall of Famer? Pilgrim. I don't know. I don't know. He on a weekly basis. Maybe he knows now, but I don't think he did for a while. Maybe too many concussions. <laughs> Joe Buck had to let him know. I don't know. But uh, right. a lot of people are probably watching this through YouTube, and they're probably confused. This was originally uploaded as a podcast. If you're listening to the podcast, good for you. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know what to say. Uh, <laughs> it works. It's so the AFC Championship game just ended. Uh, but what? it was a great conference championship. Well, you know, honestly, the second game was a little boring. It just felt like. It felt like Bills for a little. We'll get to that game. Let's start with the Bucks and the Packers, the NFC Championship game. Uh, Bucks win thirty-one to twenty-six. It's all right. You gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, yeah, Bucks win thirty-one twenty-six, and it looked like it was gonna be an ass beating. It kind of was for a little bit, but then the Packers really made it interesting. The Bucks assisted in making it interesting by trying to choke the game away, uh, but then it became a very entertaining game. My heart was beating like crazy during that one at the end. Let me tell you. Um, anybody got any any takeaways, thoughts? I mean, I, the the Bucks kind of scare me now because they've done this they've done this whole spiel a couple times now where they kind of ease off the gas pedal and teams get super close to like this. The Packers could have won this game. They I literally could have won this game. They could have. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think the Bucks eased eased off though. I think they're. Uh, I think they could have been a little more conservative. I don't think they're conservative at all. You know, I thought. Uh, I thought they were trying. You know, I think it was just too much. It might have been too much gas and from Brady and maybe out of Mike Evans dropping the ball. Um, there was a lot of drops. That first touchdown should have been a pick. I don't think so. He jumped so early. Yeah, but he had to turn around, wrap his head around, and then jump like it's like so hard to do. I, I think that was I don't think that should have been picked. I think the first touchdown you're talking about to Mike uh, Evans Mike in the Evans, corner. That defender yeah. was in the air like and just so early. I don't know. It, uh, he kind of turned his head and then tried, and then he jumped early, but it, it was it's hard to do. I don't I, don't, I didn't he, like, expect that. He swung picked. at the ball as he was like coming down from his jump. Stephon Diggs is the only player left in the field. He's watching the Chiefs. Only Bills player left in the field. He's watching the Chiefs ceremony. Juice. Juice. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I was kind of. I mean, speaking on both games, really, I was kind of like disappointed, like in uh, some of the play. I felt like some of the play was sloppy today. Like just, just drop balls and I don't know, just, just a lot of. Very lot of, chippy. Lot of slop, yeah, I don't know. I was expecting, expecting better. I was actually expecting the. The Bills Chiefs game to be closer than I know we're not talking about it yet, but I was expecting that game to be closer than the than the first game. But. 
Yeah, um, the first yeah the first game. But talking about that game, let's see what, what do I got for takeaways here. I just don't like this because I start rambling and don't let anybody else talk. But uh, let me let me kick it off. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what I I'll tell you what my takeaways were. I thought that the Bucks were a lot more balanced on their offensive calling than the Packers were. I thought that uh, the Bucks kind of committed to the run. I mean, they had Ronald Jones who didn't have you know a good of a rushing game, but. Uh, playoff, playoff Lenny, Lenny. <laughs> yeah, yeah play, playoff Lenny uh, had good. a good day, but they they still split the carries like evenly between them. Um, whereas I thought the Packers really didn't. I thought they it just wasn't working for them, so they kind of shot away from it. But they were also playing a little bit of uh, you know catch up at times. But yeah, I think uh, that, that was kind of my takeaway. It was like you know, they talk about it having a balanced scheme, and they kind of went away from it. I think uh, something that I kind of noticed. We were kind of getting dis- I was kind of getting disappointed with the Bucks defense like later on in the year, but like in the playoffs here they've been stepping up. I feel like a lot of I mean a lot of things they were getting beat on is they would they would play kind of off coverage and let the underneath stuff out, but they have been playing like really aggressive on the line of scrimmage. Like you just see Carlton Davis and and, and Murphy bunting just like just being physical and pressing receivers at How the line of scrimmage. How about that Murphy bunting guy? Yeah. Ooh, he's he's playing a hell of a playoff. Yeah, so like they're, they're just playing. I don't know. Like it's just, it's kind of like what I expected from their defense, and it, I think it's kind of what we saw early on in the season. But um, I mean, they're really stepping it up in in the in the playoffs right now. Uh, yeah. Going off that, yeah, there was a couple drives where they were playing a little off, and then Rodgers was going like one step and just firing quick underneath to beat the to not to you know make it so the pressure wasn't a thing. So there was there was times where it was like that. But I think it was because, you know, the Bucks got to switch it off. They can't just play only press. But for the most part, like you said, they are kind of been locking it up compared to uh, most of the season. Whenever they were beat, they were just playing way too far off the ball. I do find it interesting, but this is already kind of getting on uh, the conversation of a Super Bowl preview. But for whatever reason, when the Buccaneers played the Chiefs during the year, um, yeah, they were known for just playing too much soft coverage. And for some reason, they went in that game playing press man against the Chiefs. That's what you don't do against the Chiefs and that's what the Buccaneers should have been doing a lot of the other times and they won't they they weren't. And for some reason they did it against the Chiefs. Obviously it backfired. Uh, and they changed it up as the game went on. It helped a little bit. But I don't know if that was just a bad decision. Well that was a bad decision. Or I don't know if they just somehow it sounds weird, but just somehow knew they were going to see the Chiefs again and they were just giving them different looks. I can almost guarantee we won't see any of those looks in the Super Bowl. So it should be a different Bucks team. But uh, yeah, defense stepped up when it needed to. Just a bunch of guys flying around the field making hits. You know that uh, Jordan Whitehead, um, that Jordan Whitehead hit on Aaron Jones. That was the second time Aaron Jones caught the ball up. The first time they, uh, the Buccaneers recovered it though. That was a major moment in the game. Uh, yeah, kind of going on with Dan said that the Packers, the Packers were almost one dimensional. I think the Bucks kind of created that. Um, they kind of yeah the Bucks got that lead so I think that's kind of why and that's a big reason why the Bucks won they were more yeah they were more balanced kind of like Dan said there um, so that was huge yeah what I like about their, the Bucks defense is uh, you know they stopped the run they don't they don't they didn't give up pretty much anything up the middle you know Packers are finding some success outside but they were playing from behind so you know they didn't want to run the clock too much so they couldn't do it a whole bunch but the Buccaneers stop you up the middle they stop the run first and they're not going to allow too much deep. You know, their corners are really good getting deep downfield, you know, not letting guys behind them. They're really good at that. So they're limiting you to the, to the small ball, you know, the quick passing game. You know, they, they, they try to make you as one-dimensional as possible, and that's why I love the Buccaneers defense, besides the point that they're always flying around the field together, just making plays. Um, 
pretty versatile too. You know, I actually saw a play where it was the Aaron Jones fumble. Actually, uh, they had Devin White and Levante David as the outside corners. That those are their inside linebackers, outside corners. They weren't covering receivers out there. I think it was a running back, tight on the other side, maybe. Um, but yeah, so I, I thought that was crazy that they're able to do that. Packers running in, run, ran an insane amount of pick plays, legal ones too, like they're allowed. So they, I thought they, I, I call them successful pick plays. But the Buccaneers were still making plays because their their corners and anybody in coverage, they're able to adjust and talk and switch when they need to, or, or just get around the pick. So those things kind of go unnoticed where the Bucks have their strengths on defense. So that that really stood out. Uh, I'm gonna let somebody else talk before I keep going. I was going to say, uh, who would you give, like, player of the game to? Because I don't think you'd give it to Brady because of his three picks. But I'm stuck between Devin White and Shaq Barrett. Between Shaq Barrett had three sacks. Devin yeah. White was flying around everywhere. Offense. Uh, yeah, it's got to be Shaq Barrett on defense, I think. He was everywhere. Was I want to see. I want to see the probably out there somewhere. I want to see, like, the pressure numbers, like how many pressures each guy got. Uh, but... Shepard had four total QB hits and three sacks. So, I mean, he was there. Yeah. Uh, but Devin, Devin White was everywhere. 15, I mean, 15, like nine solo, but 15 total tackles. Like, yeah, Devin White's, man. yeah, it's, he's, he's nuts. Sean Murphy Bunting had that incredible pick. Whitehead forced two fumbles. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, he was, uh, I mean, well. all, everybody you needed to show up showed up today for the uh, for the Bucks. Yeah, Godwin finally showed up. I was kind of calling that because he was uh, playing pretty much the worst ball. We've seen him play in a long time in the first two playoff, the only two playoff games. And I had a feeling he was going to step up this game because he needed to mainly. But, yeah, playing in the slot, creating mismatches against the Packers, that's really not where their strength's at. So he had 110 yards. Uh, he had that clutch catch that I think he, he tipped it, actually. It was like kind of earlier in the game for net. Um, but yeah, I think Shaq Barrett was the big time defensive player. I think you probably got to go Godwin. How about that? Uh, was a, basically a hail mary before the before the end of the half. That that was Scotty Miller, as a DB. Like, what are you thinking? Like, all right, like the only thing we don't want to happen is for them to score a touchdown. On this they're probably going to try and get an out route play to, to make it a field goal a little bit more manageable. But now we're they're just going to bomb it over your head. Like that was. Who was that on King? It was on King. I mean, you are worried about the sideline, too. You don't want to give up a catch and an easy step out of bounds for a for a easy field goal. So that's in your mind, too. But I think, yeah, like you said, the number but one you gotta, you gotta... priority is yeah, the end zone. Um, so that was really bad coverage. I just think it's more on Petten for the for the cover one call. He had, he had like a robber coverage where everyone's in man, and then you have the single high free basically help. It's Darnell Savage, and then... Uh, Amos was basically in the box. Like he's just like he's just basically you. That's like the perfect call for your main. Your main. Yeah, you don't want to give up a touchdown, but your main focus and you trust your guys in man coverage. But your main focus is not giving up a free catch in the middle of the field, which they had no timeouts. Um, but it was weird because Amos, like I can tell by the way Amos played that play, ran that play, that he did not like the defensive call because. His job, based on the call, was to sit in the middle of the field. The second it was snapped, he gunned it back in the back end, and and because of that, which it's not his fault, but because of that, they ended up with three guys on Godwin because Godwin pulled down the middle of the field. They already had a safety over the top, and his main focus is on Godwin because Jair Alexander, one of the best corners in the league, is on Mike Evans. And somehow they ended up with three guys on Godwin, and there's just so much space on the side, the sideline with. Miller on King, so that was it was a disaster all around. It was it was pretty bad. 
here's a question for the like just the NFL in general. So like I'm a Bears fan, so I got to watch Brian Urlacher. It's spoiled with Brian Urlacher. Maybe this is just the Bears having Brian Urlacher, but I just remember so many games in his career going up against Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl, where they're checking out of the play and defense is also caused by Urlacher t- uh, telling the defense to change their play as well. I feel like we don't see that. I feel like it's only called from the yeah. sideline and the defense is like, oh, well, here we are running this play. I, yeah. I feel like you just don't see that anymore. Yeah, it happens a lot. I think I think there's got to be some players out there that are willing to change the play. Um, I mean, there definitely is, but, yeah, I think you're right. We don't really see it too often. I think uh, – yeah, I think – you know, it felt like Amos wanted to do another thing, but I think he should have aligned himself probably, but then he would have been changing the coach's play. You kind of do what you're told there. Um, so it's that's tough. It was just not a good, not a good call. Maybe there's something we don't know. I, I don't. It's hard to believe that you know, somebody like that aligned in the wrong spot. It's it's kind of hard to believe. Uh, so I don't I don't know. Yeah, that's tough. And it kind of kind of similar to the to the end of the game where the where the Packers uh, Lafleur decides to kick that field goal instead of going for it. I think that's a terrible decision. But the same thing. Like I am surprised that Rodgers didn't like change that. Like and just went to the sideline so like calm, you know. I if you would have told me that scenario before it happened, I would have told you no. Rodgers would be staying on the field, waving the special teams unit, the field goal unit off. So I was surprised by that. Like I thought Rodgers would have wanted the ball in his hands and be like, no, we have to go for this. So, um, yeah, that that call was interesting just because and there's some people trying to justify it. Most of the planet disagrees with it, but. I mean, the fact that you might not, not even might, you probably won't touch the ball again. Uh, and I understand being confident and trusting your defense. There's definitely times of being too confident, but I think you got to be realistic. Know your identity, know your opponent's identity. The Buccane- I think they forgot how they were all of a sudden stopping the Buccaneers in the second half because they, the Packers were clutching up and stopping the Buccaneers, but they were doing that because of turnovers after the Buccaneers already pushed the ball. The Buccaneers were consistently moving the ball, getting first down. So the chances of you stopping them um, were not high. And you have a high-powered offense. The offense identity is your identity. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to be the MVP of the regular season. And you take him off the field. Um, and to make it even worse, so basically what you're saying in that scenario is we trust our defense. And then they get to that, um, it's a second and one after the two-minute warning. And they jump off sides on purpose. And I understand why, because – then there's less plays of running clock for the Buccaneers. But you kind of contradict yourselves there because you trust your defense, but you jump off sides because you don't trust your defense. I mean, the next play, it was first down, but the next play, Fournette got nothing. So it could have been third and one, uh, possibly, if you didn't purposely jump off sides. So, again, I understand why they jumped off sides, but I really think they contradicted themselves with that. Um, so... Yeah, kind of a coaching mess there at the end, and the Packers got two 12-men on the field calls, which is kind of a coaching, I think, uh, situation on players being idiots as well. But, um, yeah, just sloppy. And sloppy play from the Buccaneers too, I thought, at times. So it's kind of weird to see some sloppy play in the NFC Championship game. You guys have any thoughts on any of that? I, I did my thing again and just started rambling forever. No, that's okay. You can go. If you got to go, you go. Yeah, what do you, anybody anybody like the decision to kick the field goal? I never liked the decision to kick the field goal, but the one thing that I want to point out, do you see what Rodgers said after the game? Like, it wasn't his call or something like that? Yeah. 
and everyone's freaking out about that. Like he's calling up, he's calling out Lafleur. I don't think he's calling out Lafleur. I think he's just telling it how it is. Like yeah. it wasn't my call. Like he's gonna listen to his head coach. Like he's not the head coach. But I don't like how everyone's freaking out about that, saying like, uh, or oh, he's blaming it on uh, Lafleur. Bonehead, bonehead call though. Bonehead call. Bonehead call. I'm surprised Rogers didn't. Maybe he did attempt to change it. Didn't look like it. I don't know. I'm kind of kind of surprised about that, but. Um... Yeah, I think the the key takeaway here, just in football, for like the state of the NFL in general, or the, uh, today's era, I suppose, or the era, um, is uh, pass rush, and we sh- we should know this already, but pass rush is insanely important. It's important. It's just as important as quarterback play because Brady Brady had some big time throws. He had more big time throws than Rodgers, in my opinion. Like uh, I guess game changing throws, but he had some terrible ones too. Uh, three interceptions. Um, so he had some terrible decisions, terrible moments, but the difference was one quarterback was pressured way more than the other one, um, and it kind of limits the offense. So that, that's a big reason why the Buccaneers won. And, uh, yeah, building a pass rush is just, just as important as, you know, the quarterbacks maybe a little more important, but just as important as building uh, building the quarterback, in my opinion. And it's not just edge rush either. I think interior, uh, your ability to blitz, but that showed up in this game. Um, anything else I want to point out before I forget? I'm going to forget something. One thing you could point out that the Bears uh, beat the Buccaneers. Uh, they're, I don't know if you know this, but the Buccaneers are going to the Super Bowl, and the Bears beat them. So the Bears are a lot closer than you'd think to being in the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I get what you're saying, yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks. So what? So basically what you're saying is Nick Foles beat the Bucs, so Nick Foles should be the Bears quarterback next year week one right Nick Foles also won the Super Bowl against Tom Brady team exactly right you you know the story you know the drill so if the Bears play that's why they're that's why they traded for Foles and that's why they're fine keeping him around is because if they play Brady they then they just put Foles in and they're set done correct all right um yeah, anything, anything else? Yeah, I was surprised the lack of uh, production for Ronald Jones. It he does look a lot better, like than Fournette once he gets the the ball, you know, in the backfield. He just bursts to the hole. Fournette's way more patient. That one touchdown run that Fournette had, I have no idea how he scored on that um, because he was hesitating in the backfield and he ran into his own teammate. Uh, so that was bad. But then everything after that was incredible, like the spin, the you know breaking tackles. The Packers are pretty bad, you know, at getting to the sideline. You know, guys that get loose. Even Gronk got loose on one that he got way, he got way further than he should have. And Godwin on a screen pass on third down. So yeah, it's kind of the the Packers uh, last couple of years have really str- defense has really struggled in those moments. They cleaned it up on a good stretch of the season. I guess it depends on matchup what teams could expose that. Um, for some reason, the Buccaneers were consistent. Both times were able to do that on the Packers and get pressure on the Packers when no other teams were really able to get pressure on Rodgers. The the linebackers for the Packers, I mean, they made a couple plays here and there, but they were the linebackers for the Packers were just non-existent. Yeah, they need, a, they need an upgrade, though. They got a couple young ones they hit on. Barnes did get hurt. He had a giant club on his on his hand. Uh, did get he, I think he came out, too. Yeah, yeah, he was out on the like, sideline for quite a bit but st- but still they definitely could upgrade uh they could just upgrade. looking at the defensive uh stats like you have your nose tackle leading your team in tackles kenny clark's an animal let me he tell is you. an animal he's an animal but then your second uh most tackle big, uh, one with most tackles was a corner like you got to have some linebackers being and especially for the amount of runs that the bucks did 
you got you got to have some linebackers step up. So a lot of like laziness when it came to just like open field tackles. A lot of on the Packers side. So saying sloppy sloppy play. A lot of drop balls and missed tackles and I don't know, I always like I always like watching receivers and I don't know. Devontae Adams wasn't too impressive today. Had some drops that he should he should have had back, like didn't get his feet in bouncing that one. Uh Mike Evans. I mean Mike Evans I know he had he had a couple big catches, but like again he he had some opportunities where he should have made some plays and he didn't. Um Godwin had a bad drop other than that. He had yeah. a good game, though. And Tyler Johnson was one for two with yeah, the Tyler, drop. Yeah, Tyler Johnson had a nice catch, but, yeah, he also had that drop as well. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, the – Tell uh, us, Pete. We were talking about the uh, – I think the, like the Scotty Miller touchdown, I think that's like kind of just the momentum um, changer right there. And, like, we were – I saw, like, NFL Update tweeted that uh, 10 years ago – Akeem Nix caught caught a touchdown pass against the the Packers in the NFC Championship game to go up 20 to 10 um, into halftime, and then I mean we know what happened after that. Giants won the game, and then they went on to win the Super Bowl. It's kind of crazy. Ten years ten years later, like the same exact thing happened. Wow. Wow. Wild stuff. Um, all right. Let's uh, the Bucks are heading to the Super Bowl. Tom Brady first year in the NFC does it. He has the same amount of NFC titles as Rodgers and Breeze after just one year, so that's pretty... And Rex Grossman. And Rex Grossman, so that's pretty ridiculous. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Great company. Great company. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, AFC title game. Uh, Wasn't that... It wasn't that entertaining uh, because of... uh, It wasn't really close, but... It was. It was. Yeah, I, I got some input here. All right, one second. Here. But it was entertaining. It was entertaining to watch the Chiefs and how freaking good they are. I thought, in a way, even though, like, in terms of yeah, the game being close, it wasn't. But it was interesting in the beginning. But Junior, go ahead and take it away. Yeah, the the thing that just absolutely just confused me was like we just talked about it in the last game. There's an opportunity where they kicked the field goal. Not necessarily sure if they should. The Bills two separate times. There was once it was like a fourth and goal in like. You, they kick the field goal, like, you go for it. And then yeah. there was, like, a fourth and three on, like, maybe the 10-yard line. I would have gone for that. But that first one, I 100% would have gone for. Yeah. I, I don't I, understand I it. Yeah, I didn't agree with kicking that field. I don't know if it would have mattered at the end of the day, but, yeah, I think I would have. then they go for two when they, have to, when they have to kick the field goal at the end to make it 16. That just made no sense. Yeah. No, no it, was, it was just, I don't know, it was just a disappointing game. It just looked like the Bills – I don't know. Like the Bills just like didn't belong in like just I don't know. They just uh like it was just too much for them. Like the challenge was too much for them there. Like they just didn't look like they even I mean they came up strong. I mean they're lucky to have that fumble um by by McCole Hardman that set them up for a touchdown. But other than that, I mean they just didn't like they I don't know, they just didn't like they could compete with the Chiefs there at all. You know what pisses me off about the Chiefs the most? They make everything look so damn easy. They're end arounds that don't work yeah. for any other team yeah. besides the Chiefs. It really yeah, pisses me throw, off. I mean, Screen passes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mahomes no look pass, getting sacked, throwing from underneath his leg, like just perfect. <laughs> that underhand pass really pisses, is like a fumble really or like off. interception for any other team. 
Yeah. yeah I, that's I harder. Understand. Yeah, I think people say, like, wow, how hard is it to do that? But it's, like, that's actually a lot harder than it looks. Like, that's so, it's really risky, that little flick. Like, it's in, in the traffic. It's very risky. Um, and somehow it always works. But, yeah, I don't know if the, the – I don't know if I'd say the Bills don't belong, but I get what you're saying. Like the Bill, well, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I'm like, man, this isn't even close. The Chiefs are just a lot better at the stage than the Bills. I feel like the Bills weren't ready for it. But at the end of the day, the Bills were. That's just, what I mean. They weren't. They ready. were the huh. second best AFC team. So yeah, I, I, I'm just saying they weren't. It just seemed like they weren't like ready for that challenge there, though. Yeah. Like they didn't know what they didn't know what they were getting themselves into in the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs. Yeah, during our picks video, I, I did I picked the Chiefs, but then I was confident about it. But then I got to the next day and made my score predictions. And as I'm talking, as I'm talking about the keys of the game, coming up with the keys of the game, I'm just like, and I think I said it, I'm like, if the Chiefs, if Mahomes is okay, the Chiefs are going to win this game. It, it, I was very confident about it because they're 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 like this, they're pretty much the same team, but they're just better. They're just plain and simple better. Mahomes is better than Josh Allen right now. They have mo- they have more to their offense. They just got more. They got more speed. Um, Chiefs defense is pretty underrated too. I-, I think it's a pretty good defense. Spagnuolo is a good defensive coordinator. Um, yeah, they're able to they're able to change up their looks. You know, they're Josh Allen didn't really play the best game. Um, he was a little off target on some throws. But th- at the end of the day, the Chiefs won just because they're just they were just better. That's just that's just why they won. Like they're better in that game, but they're better in general. So that's just just too explosive. There's just so much they can do. It's like it's there's unlimited amount of things they can do. They can run on offense. You gotta you gotta be you gotta be you know worried about so many different guys, and you can't double anybody because that leaves somebody else open. It's just it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, but Tyreek Tyreek had that bad drop on the Chiefs' first possession. I mean, they kind of got what they wanted. It almost like it's almost like they set that up, like they played for that third and short, so they can force the Bills to run man coverage and just get Tyreek open and you know man cut. Because Travis White's a really good corner, but that's because of his mainly technique um, and physicality. I mean, he's fast too, so he's got a good combination of things. But if you go against Tyreek Hill, who's just for sure faster than you and you can't really be physical with him because he's so twitchy you know it's just a bad matchup so you kind of the Chiefs kind of got what they wanted there um be torched him in man coverage and uh Mahomes had an absolute perfect ball and somehow he dropped it but after that and then Hardman had that fumble Bills get up but then after that Tyreek was just and the Chiefs were just money you know every time Tyreek just touched the ball it was just it was ridiculous. You know, they just couldn't. He was just getting all that extra yardage because because of his quickness and speed. I mean, that's just so. I don't know. It's just so dominant. It's just every time I see those plays by Tyreek where you just get him the ball in a simple way and he just makes it. Uh, you know, an insane play. I just start thinking like, is this the best offensive player in football? Like besides quarterbacks? Like I start thinking that. Which, um, you know, I know it's. You, there's other guys you def, you know you probably put ahead of them or you debate you can debate, but. I don't know. Just every time I see that, I just think I just think that. And yeah, maybe he doesn't have the technique or the ball skills. Um, at, you know, down going for a attacking the ball, things like that as a receiver. Um, so I think some people say, well, he's just fast. But there's been plenty of fast guys. I mean, there's not too many guys that are that fast. But there's a lot. There's always the fast guys, like the track guys, trying to turn into football stars. You know, receiver, football players, receivers, and they just can't really do it. But it's also really hard to be that fast too. So. Yeah, I think he's just an unbelievable talent, and it's just it's just impossible to stop at times. 
one thing I yeah. do want to point out too, um, we were, we were talking about like the splits and the uh, like the, uh, how much running the Packers were doing versus the Bucks, but it's so evident that the Bills need a running back, like one that's going to actually consistently grind and get them those yards, because you can't have your quarterback leading in carries. I mean, obviously, uh, Allen did exactly at 88 yards. He did did really well, but you, you can't rely on that. Like, your your quarterback's thrown almost 50 times a game. You need to be able to run the ball, especially in a in a game like this, trying to eat the clock away and get Mahomes off the field. And they obviously could not do it. Yeah, I think uh, the Bills are the Bills are kind of built just like the Chiefs. Just uh, like I don't know, just like Riz was saying, just not as not as talented, but I mean, they they tried to like build kind of a similar similar style team, um, but you're, there's no way you're gonna they're gonna out Chiefs the Chiefs. Can't <laughs> um, out need, Chiefs. It needs you need. I mean, that's why I just don't think it's a good match. It just wasn't a good matchup for the Bills. Um, I think like I think like I'm not saying this uh, this team or this or like another team deserves to be in the AFC Championship over the Bills, but I'm just saying I think the the Ravens or the Titans could have gave a better uh, could give a better game against the Chiefs just based on matchups. Mm. What about the Jaguars next year? Yeah, the Jags Jags are just hyped. But another I mean another thing too is uh I don't know, I just kinda noticed like throughout the year Josh Allen kinda struggled against cover two for some reason. Tries to hit like that hole shot and uh corners like sitting in the flat just like Keep their eyes on the on the quarterback, and they don't if they don't see if they don't feel anyone in the flat, they just kind of drop and and uh, kind of like cheat over into like a into like a that that hole shot zone, and they kind of pick them off. I've seen that multiple times this year, um, but I mean that's I mean, obviously the Chiefs saw something on on tape as well, but um, I just kind of noticed that. Um, and then going back to Tyree Kill, what you said with him, like tired of uh, tired of, like people trying to like compare every fast receiver to Tyree Kill. Like, Henry Ruggs is supposed to be like the next Tyree Kill, but Tyree Kill... Hollywood Brown. Def- yeah, definitely has, definitely has a, a really rare skill set. I know he's fast, but, like, it, it takes skill to run, like, those those routes that he runs with, the, like, with that speed cut instead of, like, squaring his feet and, like, breaking out of, a, out of like, a traditional traditional break to run his route. He, he runs, like, a speed out, and it's, it's just uncoverable with, especially with Mahomes um, and, and his timing with with Tyree Kill, he'll run that that deep speed out, and he'll just throw it instantly as soon as he cuts out, and just you can't even can't keep up with that. He's cut so quick, doesn't lose any speed. You pretty much the only way to beat is you pretty much got to sit where he's gonna end up, but then he'll probably yeah. just go somewhere else. But then, but then he crosses the field instead of going out, and it's just like yeah. can't you can't do anything about it really. The other guys would probably blow their knees or ankles out trying to yeah. cut like that. Like yeah, I mean he, that's what I mean. He doesn't lose speed really, and he comes out. He comes out of his break flat. He doesn't drift upfield to like where a cornerback or a safety could undercut it and pick it off. He just comes out flat and he still has the same speed, which is just like impossible to to do. So Tyreek MVP, are we just gonna give it to him? No, I just I mean not, no. not for the game, for the whole season. Yeah. I mean it's, yeah, it's just so hard season, to but not for the game. It's just so hard to debate <laughs> who it's hard to always every year we change our mind who the best receiver in the league is. It's just so hard because like there's just so many different so many different guys and so many different things that they can do. Um, I mean, there's just no one who's just like simply just the best. I feel like I mean, there's just guys that are good at certain things, really good at certain things. 
But if you had to rank just football guys, just you had to rank them by their just being a football guy, Tyree Kill or Devontae Adams? Oof. Robert Tanyan. Robert Tanyan. You're a big <laughs> Robert Tanyan guy. He's an Illinois guy. Probably a Bears fan yeah. at one point in his life, too. Yeah. I don't know. I would. Uh, I don't know. Tyreek Hill is just so tough to say. Like, like you don't hear him come up in the best receiver in the league conversations because, like, he doesn't fit the stereotype like receiver. Which right. you think like those those quick guys just you kind of just forget is about them. You think you think like Julio, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae yeah. Adams, all those guys. Is it weird to say like Adams is the better receiver, but Hill's the better football player? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know about that. Yeah, it's kind of weird to no, say. I, I, can, I, can I know what you're saying, but like, it's just yeah. weird to say a football player. Like, a, I don't know, it's yeah. just like, yeah. Just like Tyreek Hill is not, he's not like the wide receiver position. He's like more than that. It's like, and it's like a different. I don't know. It's like his whole role. I mean, they put him in the backfield lately too, and yeah. they've just been causing problems. Like he's not really getting right. the ball back. He there, can but... literally be anywhere on like that offense, like anywhere. Does he get tired? Anywhere Does they need him, they put him. <laughs> He, he does like gas the after that does big... a pirouette and then runs back out to the sideline, then runs a fifty-yard catch zigzagging for a touchdown. Like he doesn't get tired. He was gas after some... one play. They no, something... he was just faking it. Faking. Faking. I saw something this week, just like random. I saw saw something this week that uh, like after games, Tyreek Hill like goes in the weight room and he does like he just does like single leg RDLs. He does like hundred fifty reps. <laughs> My God! He just he just knocks out some single like RDLs when he's done. Like I don't that's know. what it takes after the that's game. How, how many after times per week does he do them too? I better, uh, I better I get know. on that. He's I mean when you like look at him run, he's like uh, I mean he doesn't he doesn't have like the worst mechanics, but like he's really like backside. Like he like he gets most of his push. Like he's really quick with his feet, and he like pushes off like a lot with his hamstrings and his glutes. So I think that's why he's just like. That's part of the reason why he's so fast. Is like, he, he, I mean, it's probably why he does it. He gets, he has probably really strong hamstrings, but so more uh, single leg RDLs, kids. <laughs> kids at but home. I mean, no, but I mean, but I mean, DK Metcalf's just like, if you watch, watch him run. He's just like, that's like perfect form. It's just all front side. To decaf? You talking about decaf? Yeah, decaf. Well, we love decaf Metcalf here. We're huge decaf guys here. Yeah. Except mm-hmm. for Pete. Pete's an AJ Brown guy. You can't like both. Oh, yeah. Even though no, I like, like Ole Miss. I like both. <laughs> you can't, Pete. Which one's the better Ole Miss receiver, though? That's I think the Ole debate. Miss. I, or, I think Ole Miss. <laughs> Ole Miss Brown. is definitely the better yeah. receiver. I think, I think AJ Brown's the better, the better receiver. Uh, back to, well, I was kind of kidding with the Tyreek Hill MVP of the season thing, obviously, but <laughs> it just made me think of something. Um, so the MVP, uh, not just the MVP, the awards in general are, there's, I always wonder this, they're supposed to be just regular season awards, right? Like I mean, Aaron Rodgers has won how many MVPs? Uh, it's a good question. I don't know the total on that, but, uh. Two or three, right? Two, three, two. We'll go with two and a half. Two and yeah, a half. Know. Look it up. But yeah. I'm, but I mean, how many, how many, uh. NFC championships does he have? One. One. Yeah. So I don't think it matters. I just answered your question. I don't think it matters really what happens in the in the postseason. Well, that wasn't really what I was getting. That's not what I was oh. really getting to. All right. Well, sorry. I'm well, I am kind of asking. Well, I think I know the answer. I think it's a regular season award. But the problem is they don't actually make the awards or give out the awards until, what, before the Super Bowl? So after this point? Um so that kind of leaves what we just saw, like, kind of in your head, you know. 
Yeah. It's like that, that's just interesting. Like they should just make it, if they're going to make it a regular season war, well, make it a regular season. If they're gonna make... I'm sure like they do the voting after the season and they just don't want to. Maybe. I don't know. They just Maybe. don't want to do it. They just don't want to do it in the middle of the playoffs. Rather just get to the final game and do it before then. Maybe. I gotta use the facilities, guys. You mind if I step away for a, yeah, for step, a second? Step away. <laughs> step away. Number one, number two. It would be a quick onesie. All right, I'll, I'll be back. We're, we're gonna be we're gonna be expecting that. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, so the Super Bowl, we got Bucks Chiefs a rematch from earlier in the year. The Chiefs were giving it to them. Like I said, the Bucks were running some stupid coverages that I don't think they're gonna be running again. But then the Bucks did come back in that game, uh, and kind of made it interesting. Chiefs kind of let up off the gas a little bit, which they don't normally do. So, so did they? I don't know. And it's going to be in Tampa. On top of it, that helps the Buccaneers. I'm gonna tell you what's going to happen. Don't give me a Fire prediction. The cannons, don't Pete. spoil Fire the, the predictions yet. <laughs> Fire the cannons, Pete. Well, I can't say it then. <laughs> can't say it. <laughs> I'll just say it's going to be a typical. I'll just. It's going to be a typical Chiefs playoff game. The Buccaneers are going to start off 10 nothing, 9 nothing, something like that. Mm-hmm. Chiefs are going to get rolling. Yep. I, I mean, just... it helps It helps the Bucs are home, like that we've never seen that before. Um, I think they're considered the away team, though, which is a little bit weird, but... Uh, it's only fair. Yeah, it's only fair. I mean, I mean yeah, the Chiefs... They have to go to the away locker room, if that's the case. Oh, my God. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Yeah, like, the Chiefs. The Chiefs get to use the Bucks locker room. <laughs> there's no way. There's, yeah, there's, there's no way. Yes? No way. That'd the rules great. are the rules, Dan. That'd be great. Oh, it might be yeah, actually, back, though. By the way, guys, that was the I'm fastest back, poop of your life. I wonder if that's a rule. Like I think so. It's, it's the the, the like better the team, team has, has yeah, the home locker. They were the best team in the league. They sideline. Yeah, because the locker room has to do with this, is, right? It's that's probably so. That's probably gonna throw the Bucks off so much. Yeah, they the might way locker. 5, yeah, and they're, they're, and they're gonna be on the wrong sideline too. That's yeah, they're done. Yeah, it's it's over. How do you yeah? How do you coach like that? Yeah, like when the <laughs> cannons are going off. When the cannons are going off, and they're like, they're supposed to be looking one way. Yeah, it's like what? Like wait wait no the cannons are normally in that corner. It's like nope, not today. In all seriousness, no, I'm I'm excited for that game for Brady's yeah. legacy. It's like I, what did uh, Tony Romo say? This is like a like a LeBron James versus Michael Jordan like, matchup. <laughs> yeah, I just love. They kind of didn't make any sense, but uh, I just love. They just yeah, had love... to mention LeBron somehow. I mean, they just had to. Like... I love I love Tony. Just love how he's just like. He just CBS, CBS is awful, dude. CBS is awful. Jim I Nance, love CBS is Tony the best Romo. one. I love Tony. I love. I think he just like he just says. Give him it. Do it again. Do it. He just says what everyone's thinking. He, I don't know, Jim. Oh man. He's like, hey, we're gonna know. see it. It's getting a little chippy, Jim. I don't know. Oh, I like his insight. I like his insight, but it was yeah. there was one play where he's like, "Oh, they're gonna go to the tight end here. They're gonna go to the tight end." The ball snap. He's like, "They're going to Kelsey." They went the hill. He's like, "Oh, almost." I, almost. Today, he, today he was literally just like, "Yeah, if I'm the Bills right here, I, I got the wider, I got the uh, running back out wide. I'm gonna motion him in." As he's motioning in, he's like, "Up, oh, all right, here he comes." Like, dude, you said it as he was already motioning. Like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> He's getting like, too carried away with how people like 
hype up that he says the plays before I they mean, happen. It does. It's getting in his head. It's getting the in defense his head. isn't even in set yet. He's like, all right, here's it's about to be man coverage, and it literally ends up being man coverage. Like, well, I mean, you know, let's call him up. Let's get him to play again. Get him to yeah. Yeah. Maybe I mean, uh, I, maybe in the XFL. Maybe Chicago. I mean, Chicago. I mean, yeah, he would be the Bears' best quarterback, probably. Probably. Tony was a beast. He was a beast. Never got it Tony, done, though. Tony was really good. Never got, it, never done, got it done. Really good. Just never always, got always got hurt. Never got it done. He was good, though. Yeah, but he's going to be one of those players that you'll look at at the end of their career, or we look at at the end of his career, and just like, man, great quarterback. Going to get it done. Great player. Never went to the dance. You're going to, I mean, you know, all these things, Pete. Yeah. You're going to come up. You got in professional sports, you got to win championships. Yeah. You just got to. There are so many players that we're just going to forget about because they never did it. You won't forget the GOAT, though. It's true. GOAT house, that is. Mm-hmm. GOAT house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, do yeah. we want Tom winning this? Yes. I'm rooting for Tom. You're rooting for Tom? I don't have a preference at all. Well, that's because you're unbiased, unless, unless it comes to what is all the things that you're, that you're biased about? Uh, biased the Bears, about the Vikings. Stuff. Somebody today was telling me I'm a uh, Rodgers D writer. <laughs> 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 Clearly, with Rodgers, yeah. And I had to let him know I'm a Vikings that D, fan, yeah. and it's just. Yeah, I'm just calling everything like is, I said. Are we going to about Aaron Rodgers? No, he won it. He won one. He did win one. Right. He, he's been to he's been to what five NFC Championship games and he won one. Right. And he won the Super Bowl won. that year. He's won. I don't know. I mean, he's. I mean, don't. I mean, I'm. Don't get a twist here. I mean, he's he's a great quarterback. He's got great arm talent and everything, but like. I mean, you can't put it all on him here, but like he's got a, I don't know, he's he needs to he needs to step it up a little bit more. I think honestly, I think I everyone's talking about the end of that game. You should have you should have ran it in. Wait, I got a question for you. If he has an actual first round pick, would that have helped them win that game? A first uh, round pick. Yeah, if they would have used it. To I mean, Valdez Scantling went off today. We know that. Uh, I don't remember how Lazard did, but like I really do much. Any any other position other than taking a quarterback in that first over in the first pick, like on defense, maybe another wide receiver would have for sure helped him. I don't know about giving them the game, but I, I, I don't know. I, I just I just don't understand. I don't They're understand. They're secure in the future. They're secure. Secure it. I don't under, We don't even know mm. that because we've never seen Jordan Love play. Secure it. They're but, gonna secure it. But I just don't understand how the Packers front office just continues to not give him weapons I, in the wide receiver position. I they don't understand. They tried to like, trade for Will Fuller. Hey. That means nothing. That and, means nothing. And he got suspended a week later for PEDs. Right. That would have been so he's, he's a free agent. They tattled on him. They tattled on him. Yeah. They knew. It just like, doesn't this make guy. sense. Because, like, Rodgers has that effect that the great quarterbacks have where guys like uh, – uh, Vonta Scantley could look good. Where Tunyon could look good. Like they're they're all like decent players, but, but they look 
they look better than they are because Rodgers. It's the Rodgers effect. We see what it does when you put a good receiver in there, like a Devonta Adams. It's just well, what are you gonna, I just don't understand. What are you going to say understand. when Alan Robinson is going to be a Packer next year? What are you going to say? I'm going to say, all right, go join Amos. Have fun winning. Yeah, you know, no, they probably they deserve will. to have win. A lot of fun have winning. fun, man. Yeah, yeah, they're probably going to have a lot of fun winning. How do you think Pete right. Prisco's feeling? He picks the Packers to win every year, and they just and, and they go to the Super Bowl every year, and they just can't get I mean, over the NFC Championship. Prisco's a right. he's a chooch. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, Pete's a good friend of the channel, longtime yeah. listener. Hey, Pete, if you're listening. You're not a chooch. Go, roll, roll with another team next year. See what happens, all right? Maybe they'll win for you then. Take care, Pete. Oh, you're, you're not good. a chooch. You're not a chooch. Still a cho In my eyes, he's still a chooch. Okay. He's not going to talk right. to you anymore. That's fine. YouTube doesn't like that word. He's I'm probably guessing. blocking you. <laughs> he's probably As blocking speak. you on Twitter. Doesn't Benjamin blocking Albright you before you... this podcast is even out? He ben knows. Benjamin Albright has you blocked. No, he unblocked me. He unblocked he me. He unblocked. He unblocked me, yeah. So he had you blocked, and then he un He, he had me blocked. Yep. So he that means he, was, that means he was thinking of you. That's what that means. Uh, it's kind of strange. Probably in the shower, I would think. What? <laughs> Why would <laughs> you think of me in the shower? <laughs> All right. But he, so, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But he So that means he thought he went into his phone on Twitter, or maybe his computer, mm -hmm. I don't know, went to the blocked account pages and unblocked you so that means he was thinking of you like that clearly so that's so uh, tweet ask him hey, i'm gonna tweet him say hey man when did you decide to and why did you decide to because i'm curious when were you thinking about me man yeah when were you thinking about me he's like man that guy gave me such a hard time about antonio brown i'm never gonna forgive him but then that no, stayed was... in his brain no, it wasn't a. It wasn't T. Uh, what was it? Larry Fitzgerald, T. Y. Hilton, something like that. Somebody's Somebody, cousins, brothers, sisters. It was Antonio Brown to the Colts. Was the rumor, and I made the connection. I made the connection about some. Uh, he he's, he made some weird connection. Yeah, about he said somebody knew coach or some coach's brother's aunt or something sister, right. and then you said. I th you came up with something, Larry Fitzgerald. I said like he was like the friend of like the sister's dentist or something like that, and then he just <laughs> he thought I was being serious, and he really just you know he tried to. He's like I can't stand when people are sarcastic. <laughs> These are my hot takes. These right. are my hot takes. Like, Dude, you ever have to in your life? Like chill. How chill. do we find this? How do we find this? Oh my god. Uh, Thinks I'm trying to be mean. I'm just trying, you know. I just love just the have some fun. I just love the impersonation. Did he tweet about you after yeah. too? Like, I think he tweeted about you. Like, people coming into my like uh, uh, messages not knowing what's going on or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to subtweet. I don't think he knows. You block the person who you're subtweeting. Like what? Tag didn't, me, didn't bro. Be, didn't I found it. I found the tweet. I found it. Let's go. Uh, Benjamin Albright tweeted, "Wonder if the Colts and GM Chris Ballard would take a low risk shot at Antonio Brown. Brown was coached by T.Y. Hilton's father down in Miami in high school. <laughs> Brown was a quarterback, punt returner, kick returner, DB then. Uh, <laughs> and then you that and then Goldhouse Jr. tweeted at Albright NFL. Wonder if the Cardinals will take <laughs> will take a shot. I hear AB once retweeted a guy." <laughs> Who is a friend of Larry Fitzgerald's dentist sister? <laughs> oh, I mean that's comedy. That's comedy. Uh, I thought he just doesn't have it. He doesn't have comedy. <laughs> he what did definitely he say? read his passive aggressive comment. Oh yeah, he that. says 
always amazes me when people try to get snarky about things they don't understand. Like, hey, if you want to admit you're clueless, you don't need to tag me into it. There's people just, who uh, actually get snarky. I'm clearly being, like, just dumb and just trying to be funny. But he, like... Well, you're saying you just don't people. understand it, but what aren't you understanding? He said... <sighs> I think he thinks I was serious. What, and he would have to think, like, oh, yeah, really? He's going to go to the Cardinals? Like, what? Brown was know, coached man. by T.Y. Hilton's father in high school. So that means the I'm not seeing that connection because T.Y. Hilton's father doesn't run the Colts front office. Yeah. So I, first of all, can we talk about how terrible of a take that was? Yeah. That was god-awful. Good stuff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, me, and, me and Benjamin are going to make things right. We're going to make things right. You see, yeah, screenshot and send, them, send it to him and be like, hey, remember when you blocked me? Yeah, you what blocked happened? me, man, but now I'm unblocked. Uh, explain? Care to come Give on the podcast to explain? I'll, I'll, I'll send Come on the show. Yeah. Right. We'll, we'll, he'll explain. We'll give you a hard time. Come on our show. It's going to be a blast. Um, I mean, it'll be all bright. <laughs> good one. That was, that, was a, that was a good one, guys. That was, that was a gem. Again, oh, comedy. Boy. That's all comedy, right. guys. Pure comedy. Pure comedy. Uh, yeah, I got to message this guy. He's just gonna block. What's his name? He's he's gonna block. He's not you. gonna block me. He's not gonna be nice to him. He's gonna have no idea what you're talking about. He deals with thousands me, of people every day. Send me the screenshot. Send me the screenshot. And we gotta find. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Yeah, I'm unblocked. How nice of him. Hey man, remember me? He's a Broncos fan. Yeah, what is he doing meddling in the Colts stuff if he's a Broncos yeah, fan? Yeah, what? What is he, he doing? doing? Stuff, man. Besides Antonio Brown going with the Colts. <laughs> 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 Besides that, Pete, he's all over. He knows his stuff, though. He's all over the news. And, um, Too bad you note. didn't say, I wonder if the Bucks take a shot because you heard Tom no, Brady's. Uh, you would have been right then. Well, that wouldn't have been Tom Brady because I was uh, – uh, what was that? September seventh in twenty nineteen. Yeah. If yeah, that you was went, two years ago. Patriots. If you just somehow ended up right about the him going to the Bucks. Oh yeah, he ended up on the Patriots before that, right? Or the Red? I don't know. I don't know the timeline. If you ended up right on that, that'd have been legendary. Yeah, I'm gonna see. You think you answer me? You think you answer me? He'll probably block you again, man. No, we All right, can't do that. That screenshot, crop it out. So, because at the bottom, you can see the goat house thing. To reply, <laughs> go ahead and crop that out. Yeah, don't put me. Don't put the code out. Because he's definitely going to so think it, that you're like a burner of that, and he probably did. Because I think I was commenting on that. Uh, but he's yeah, probably no, going to okay. think that you're you are the goat house and you. But no, no, I'm just the dentist. Well, you are, but you're not the Twitter. <laughs> you are. I'm just the dentist. You're just the dentist's sister <laughs> that retweeted a tweet once for Larry Fitzgerald, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to tweet it at him and say, hey, man, I forgive you. That's all. <laughs> and he's not. Well, he should, be, he should be forgiving you. That's true. But, you know, Pete, I'm trying to, like, extend the, the, the branch. Is it the olive branch? What do they say about that? Olive, I have the no olive idea. I the have no idea you extend about. an olive garden breadstick to one guy, and then he accepts it on the other end. Oh, okay. Like You've that. never heard that before, Pete. Okay. How have you never heard that? Um. I think you just need to start. I think that's how you're gonna grow the Twitter. You're just gonna start messing with people like that, and you're probably. Gonna I'm get, gonna. This is what I'm gonna do. This is what I'm gonna do right now. I'm gonna follow him, 
And I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This is, this is gonna be the long play here. I'm gonna start answering every tweet I see of his, and he's gonna notice me. You're gonna quote he's gonna tweet notice it. me, and then he's gonna have nightmares about me. Quote tweet everything. <laughs> we're gonna get. That's the goal. I'm gonna. We're gonna get him on the podcast somehow, some way. We're gonna get him on the podcast. This is the end. Of, quote tweet everything he says, and then at the, uh, you know, make your statement. Then um, take some space. Just space it out a little bit. And at the end of every tweet, you put. Uh, would love to have you on the on the show. Uh, I'll this, end every take with that. Yeah, that's can what I'm this saying. podcast be uh, NFL review with our special guest uh, Ben Albright? Benjamin Matt Albright. Albright. Let's call him Matt Albright the whole time. Back <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> <laughs> NFL review with Matt Albright. <laughs> Just tag him, tag Benjamin Albright. Though. Matt oh Albright. boy. It's Matt. Oh, no. <laughs> Every time I quote tweet, I was like, that's a great take, Matt. And I'll just, like, respond to it. Oh, boy. <laughs> like, Dude, my name is Ben. I don't know why that's so funny, but it is. All right, oh, and man. on that note. <laughs> we just refer to him as Matt. <laughs> just Sorry, clearly. He is, he's Matt. He is Matt. This is, I wish his handle was Benjamin Albright. Be like, we got Matt Albright here. He can follow <laughs> me. You can, follow, you follow can find him at Benjamin Albright. <laughs> I followed him. He's my new best friend. <laughs> yep, you're going to be blocked in freaking no time. I'm going to follow you back. Nice hey, man. Hey, it's been a while. Thanks for unblocking me. Can I get a follow? <laughs> ben in the break. Can I get a follow? <laughs> yeah, then I'll get blocked right there. <laughs> That'll be the one I get blocked on. Huge fan. Can I get a follow? Huge fan. Can I get a follow? Oh, man. Oh, my God. And then once, if he follows us, like, thanks for following. Love to have you on the pod to discuss. Matt. <laughs> Matt. Now, if you call Matt. him Matt, he's never going to come on. Like, he's probably already not going to come on, but. No, no, no. I think he would. I think he would. There's a Matt Albright out there. Who am I thinking of Matt Albright? Just making up names. Yeah, yeah. I think you're just. Let me just type in Matt Albright, see what happens. Going to be a real player. Uh, Matt Albright comes up. Television presenter. Never heard of him. I don't know. I think you're just making up names. Probably. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you guys heard it here first. This is the uh, day one of me. Uh, like we're trying. We're going after this guy in in a nice way. Let everybody know your Twitter handle so they can follow you, and everyone else can too. Yours is Mine? yeah. Yours At is Kodos Junior. What's everyone else's? Everyone's gonna go follow these guys. We gotta get the follow. You yeah, only got yeah. 178 followers. We gotta get that up. Right, but that's like a, that's like a. A commanding 178, you know? Yeah, it's not your normal 178. It's true. It's not your average 178. What's the difference between once the normal 178 and your 178? Read through my Twitter feed, Pete, and you know, you'll know I have all your answers, man. But the followers? The, the followers, they just follow. I don't know why. I just tweet things that comes to my mind, you know? I'll tweet out, follow... The Goat right. House uh, boys, fellas? Uh, pals. 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 Mm. Is that one L or two L's? I think one. Okay. And then and then tag, put all our Twitters <laughs> and then put, add Benjamin uh, Albright. <laughs> 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 oh, and then boy. comment with your special guest, Matt. Oh, no. I don't know if I can do that. We're just gonna get... Okay, can you just put his Twitter handle in there? Like, 
just say follow the goat house fellas and then just everyone's gonna be so all... confused it'll be it'll be so funny it'll be so funny he's that's gonna... not mean that's he's, not mean. He's gonna. He's gonna. If he sees it, uh, all right, we're gonna do we're it. Just, I'm gonna be. I am gonna kill him with kindness. I'm gonna be so nice to him. He's. He's just gonna be like, man, this guy's. He's gonna think I'm being sarcastic, but I'm gonna be so nice. But to can that backfire? Can he be like, yeah, I'm not part of the. Like he could. He could think we're just trying to grow the the channel more by just including him. Just say, whoops, man. Sorry. All right. I don't think he's gonna respond. He's probably not going to. You know, he's he's in Bronco Country over Follow there. Follow the you know? Goat House pals, and it's just at Goat House Junior, at J Mill the Wizard, at P Rizzy Eight, and at Albright NFL. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is post Dan, that now, and what we're recording is right Pro now long gone? isn't isn't up. Yeah, he just goes by J Mill the Wizard, man. Oh, yeah. uh, Danny Provolone though. He's retired. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, well, Danny's not retired, but you know this is great. I've guaranteed. Look at look at his bio. I really don't like him. You see his bio? He's got a podcast episode of ripping Benjamin Albright. It's not good. He said second most accurate mock draft in, in the world, 2020. Shut up. I, I'm gonna be nice to him this this point forward. You should uh, <laughs> you should you should see. Can I see? Yeah, can I see the receipts for that? Can I see your uh, evidence? I'm going to be nice to him on Twitter. Oh. See, he's, he's a nerd. He's a nerd. He's an absolute nerd. Better yet, I'll take one step up. He's a dork. He's a dork. I'm going to go <laughs> at him. you relax? You said you were going to be nice to the guy. I am being nice to him. Somebody's going to tag him in the podcast. He's going to be bored one day. He's going to listen to this and be like, what the hell? Okay, he blocked me first. He drew blood first. What do you want me you to do? He drew blood first. I'll sit down and break bread with the guy. I mean, yo, I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to be mean, but you kind of went zero to 100. I'm just trying to, you know, Real have a quick. good time. Real fucking quick. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this has gotten out of hand. This has gotten out of hand. He needs to get out of here. I need to get out yeah. of here. I think majority well, of this podcast to took, was taken up by Benjamin Albright. Uh, hopefully we get Matt himself on the show one of these days. Uh, that would be fantastic. But. Really, uh, I got noti- I got notifications on for Godal's Jr. I can't wait to see what he's got in store for uh, Matt Albright. And, uh, yeah, it, sh- it should be a good one. But I think that wraps it up. If you're listening on podcast, appreciate you. If you're listening on the YouTube channel, appreciate you. Uh, all kinds of NFL coverage on the channel. More to come. We're in off-season mode for 30 out of 32 teams. So, yeah, we, we got you. We got you. Um, yeah, make sure you follow that Twitter. All of our Twitters must follow. Uh, that's going to do it, though. Thanks, everyone, for watching, listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.